0: welcome to the van hack podcast the podcast for tech talent that wants to get hired abroad
1: yes we are ready and i love that you are working from anywhere because our first conference it's about that right like we are gonna have the session with mario Ripati, yeah. ceo of boneless life that, and the, the name of this session is Work From Anywhere, Challenges and Opportunities for Remote Workers and Families. And I think this is nice because normally we think, okay, when you want to be a nomad or you want to live everywhere, you don't think in when you are in a family, right? When you have kids, when you have uh, your pets, I don't know. So let's bring also our amazing first speaker because I think he will share with us more about how is this about working everywhere with a family. Hey, Mario, how are you?
0: Oh, I'm great. Great to be here and talk to you and Elia as well. Very excited.
1: Great. I'm going to introduce you a little bit about uh, to our attendees. So Mario is a serial entrepreneur, investor, and advisor for many technology startups. He has lived in five countries and visited fifty countries more. Wow. That experience led him to start his most recent venture, Foundless Life, with a mission to provide families with more fulfilled life by designing a lifestyle enabled yes. balance, growth and deeper connection with ourselves, our family, nature, and the world. Mauro and Ilia will have an amazing conversation about the hot topic work from anywhere, discussing challenges and opportunities for remote workers, and, I love that, families. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation, Mario And Ilya, the stage is all yours.
0: My pleasure. Awesome.
2: Mario. good morning. Actually, not good morning for you. Where, where in the world are you? Are you in Greece still, or are you somewhere else?
0: Yeah, it's my last weekend in Greece. So I've been living here in this island for, for five months. Now it's time to go to the next place.
2: My heart, uh, yeah. you, My heart is breaking for you. My heart is breaking for you. Everyone, we have a really, really exciting hour. I was super, super happy to see Maro say yes to our invitation. You are in for a treat. Not only is Maro an entrepreneur, he has hired Van Hackers himself, uh, I believe, at least five um, over the years, and um, yeah. the business that he's building now with Boundless is is kind of like the next step I feel like after you've done your kind of Van hack experience you relocate now you kind of start thinking well what if I could live anywhere and his his company Mara, please you'll, you'll say better than I can really makes that easy especially for people with families which hopefully you know not hopefully but I'm sure many people are thinking about so it, it, I think touches a lot of people's here um, but mostly I just want to have a as always kind of chill conversation hear what all the people here with us want to ask you. Um and, and yeah, let's just uh, get started. So Mar, actually first before we get in, where are you moving after Greece? So you said you're moving soon. Are you going back to Canada? So I'm, you... I'm... Hmm.
0: No, no, I'm not planning to go back to Canada for a while. So I'm more, uh, so in the next six weeks, you're gonna be scouting the next locations for Boundless. So I'm doing uh... this crazy trip with my kids uh, in Asia. And then uh, after that, I'm moving to Italy. So that's uh, Boundless' third location. So today yeah. uh, we we have a location in Portugal in Sintra, it's a beautiful uh, UNESCO heritage site, and then uh, this Greek island called Syros, and we are opening in Tuscany this winter.
2: Man, Malro, sounds like you have a, a hard hard life, a boundless life. Um, let's talk about it. So, what yeah. is Boundless? And uh, tell us about yourself. Just yeah.
0: So Boundless is is a combination of two things: it's that the two main problems that we're solving. One is a community of like-minded families, so that want to travel the world, that they don't want to live in a single place. And when you say travel the world, it's not really moving every three months to a new place, but there are many families that want to maybe do six months in Canada, six months in Brazil, and then the rest of the year, they they just go anywhere. And then we also create a new education system that allows that to happen, because I do have three, three daughters, and I don't want them to lose the benefit of a great education. So I want them to be able to learn, grow and explore the world at the same time.
2: I just got chills. I love it. I love it. Um, I, it's, it's a brave new world out there. And and yeah, I think that's so cool. Um, OK, so. What, what about maybe like a little bit of your personal background or your professional background before Boundless? Like you were an entrepreneur before, what country are you from? I think uh, just to give us a little bit of a, how you got here, but you know, not too detailed, just for people to know who, who, who we have on the line with us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I was born in Brazil, lived there for the first 20 years of my life. And then during my university years, ended up doing an exchange to Canada, fell in love with the country and a Canadian. And who uh, yeah, is now my always a, always now totally my lately. wife,
2: yeah. There's always a partner yeah. involved somehow.
0: <laughs> yes, obviously. And then uh, got back to Brazil, and all I thought about is like I want to live in Canada. I want to to have to live this Canadian dream, which is a colder version of American <laughs> dream. Depends how you define it, but it's well, yeah, living in Canada.
2: Yeah, it's, Vancouver's not colder than the east coast of the US. So but true. Anyway. That's you
0: right. Yeah. Right. So I live in Montreal for the last 15 years. Uh, yeah, during that cool. time, started started my career in travel. Uh, worked for Canada. Worked. For, oh, that's cute.
2: Yeah, he something. Uh, Hello, this is my, it Hello. is Saturday. So I I've have, have, have been home for a couple of days, so yeah, this is Ben. Um, okay.
0: nice Let's meeting see.
2: you. you nice meeting
0: you. Yeah, he'll he'll hang out. Okay, uh, so yeah, I. I so living in Canada for the last 15 years. So we started in the corporate world, but right away realized it's not for me. So I started my first startup in 2012 and was for, for helping immigrants like me find their neighborhoods. So let's say you're moving to Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. We help you, you ask your question, like what do you care about? What do you want in a neighborhood? And we highlighted the best places for you to live. We got uh, over a million users on that platform. And then started um, scaling, got to tech stars, and we ended up exiting that business. And then uh, they, they didn't want to to buy the, the 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 whole company. They just wanted the the, the assets. So we ended up uh, sitting down as a team and saying, "Well, what can you do now?" So I started my second company right after, and that was kind of a mistake, like not taking a break but uh, I ran that company from uh, 2017 to 2020, so last year to 2021. And, um, and really um, for me it was very amazing because we scaled really quickly, we ended up, that's kind of when we met uh, and started working together, we hired engineers and AI scientists from all over the world. And it was really amazing to build this company in Montreal and which is a is a great city. And then uh, last year, I we got an offer to sell it, so I sold to a private equity fund. And then I started thinking, like, what is next? Like, what do I what I want to do with my life? How I want to live? Do I want to continue in Canada? And then my wife and I look at each other and we're like, well, we have three young kids, and like we live here in the, in Montreal for fifteen years. Maybe now it's time for us to to explore the world and like when you move out of your country, it's like you never can be in one place. So Brazil is home for me and Canada is home for me and now like Portugal because I live there and Greece. So it becomes like the world becomes like your your home. So we wanted to do this and there was no solution really for family. Yeah. So I have my oldest daughter, is seven, and then my second one was five and the youngest three. And we're like, mm. how can we... Not wait until we retire to to go travel, and how we can do that in a way that we're not homeschooling our kids. So that was mm-hmm. like the first thought that originated Boundless.
2: That's so cool. So you're solving your own problem. I love it, and and I I mean I'm 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 on all board that bedwigg, and you know that, and uh, I I think that is it's it's it's, the, it's not the pre- it's not like it's the future. It's the present for a lot of people, and it will be the future for a lot more people soon, and hopefully some people here with us. Uh, uh, you know some some of the Van hackers as well, and so just just to kind of quickly go to the part you so you hired a few people from all over the world as an employer, um, just just for people to know like it is possible you know you you have hired some people before like what what is it that makes you want to hire folks like Felix like Carlos like Taije who's here Sebastian like all these amazing tech professionals from around the world, um, just just kind of very quickly on that point because. I think it'd be cool to hear for your point of view as an employer of Van Hackers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the world has changed so much in the last five years and it's incredible. Like how much possibilities have opened to people. And in, initially when I first did my, my company, was the first one and the second one, we had this idea that everyone has to be in the same office. Like Elon Musk is doing it with Twitter now. Sit down, yeah. work, crazy oh, yeah. hours, everyone in the same place. And for yeah. Boundless, we decided that we wanted to hire people from everywhere. So right now, we we, we just we just one year old, and we went from four people a year ago to over sixty right now, and we have twenty three countries that we hire from in our staff. So Love it. it's people from from all over the world, and we we're, we're learning like how to collaborate, how to to bridge cultural differences but it's really amazing Mm -hmm. because you do get the best talent from anywhere so i want to hire you know someone that is an expert in hospitality or product manager and I, i can just pick from anywhere instead of saying how many people are willing to to be in this city and come to the office every day
2: yeah, yeah, that, that's so awesome. Um, it opened up the world for talent for employers for sure. So, so let's get back to boundless. And one question I saw in the chat, um, and I, I know Kandul is going to hate me. I'm, I'm going all over the place, and, and Mara, I hope you don't mind. But one cool question oh, that kid. I think is very relevant <laughs> is is what Ades, Adesina asked here about what role does a Canadian passport or or visa free status of having a Canadian passport play in your boundless life? Right, because let's be honest, it, it is it is much easier to have a boundless life, you know, quote unquote boundless life, if you have a more boundless passport, right? Which is, I think Canadian is one of them, um, one of the more boundless passports that has free entry into many different countries. So how do you uh, think about that question for people who, Um, you know, maybe don't have a Canadian passport or I guess the answer is maybe move to Canada and get a Canadian passport. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think about that? That whole passport question?
0: Yeah. That's a great question. Like I have like Brazilian and Canadian passports, So it's kind of easier to, to move around. But the reality is uh, most of our clients are, are Americans. We have some Brazilian clients, but American, Canadian and British. And most of our locations are in Europe right now. So anyone can only stay 90 days in Europe. That's the rule for American, Brazilian, Canadian, regardless of your passport. And Mm. so that's like, it doesn't make a big difference, really. If you have a remote job and you're living uh, anywhere in the world, I think Europe is very open to people Mm -hmm. staying in Europe for 90 days. The other Mm. thing, the other amazing thing that happened is the emergence of digital nomad visas. Yeah. Before that is like life-changing because now you can get you can get to go to a country and i know like portugal just announced one spain uh italy greece canada has an easy visa as well so there's a a number of countries that realize that the benefit of having like tech workers to having high-skilled workers living and spending money there but getting jobs from different parts of the world so that's like I think a main um, mindset for government to realize that there is a benefit of bringing these talents from all over the world to to work in these countries.
2: I love it. And I'm just looking down here because my son is hopefully not going to freak out soon. So he's calm, but I just, you know how it is with kids. So don't ignore me a little bit there, but that's yeah. so, so cool, digital nomad visas. Um, I think that is, that is um, yeah, like, a life changer, a game changer. Um, for folks who don't know what that is, it's basically like if you're making a certain amount of money per month from a digital job. Or, and Maro, connect me if I'm wrong, but basically it's like if you're making a few thousand dollars or, x thousand dollars per month, you can get a you can get a visa for a year or more at X country, right? So, like you said, the Estonia, yeah. Portugal, etc., etc. So awesome um what's the benefit of of having this kind of experience have you found that like you have um three daughters you're able to spend time with them in greece um are they taking classes that like are canadian level um how how does that whole thing work for you know and, and and what have you seen as the benefit having started living this way
0: yeah so i started the the way the way we created our education and it's really um a brand new system. So basically we took the Finnish education system, which is now known as the best one in the world from Outcome, and they have a very different mindset. So instead of having textbooks, spending a lot of time in in the classroom, you're learning from outdoors. So there's a lot of nature time, a lot of cultural immersion, a lot of self-directed learning for the kids, so the kids can decide what they want to work on. So we took that system and instead of having a full school year, like we all had when we went to school, we divided that in projects. So it's a three month project that your kid can start working on something and we use the United Nations sustainability goals. So the kids are working on, let's say, end hunger project in every bounded location, the same project. And once they finish finished that, they can go to the next location. So we make it very flexible and easy for families. And the reason why we did three months is because it's it's really ideal for the kids to connect with the other kids, to connect with the educators, to start growing and learning. So that was like the key part of the the project. And then the schools are exactly the same. So everywhere you go is the same design, furniture, looking, feel, schedule. So it makes the transition very easy for the kids. And I think the best for my daughters has been really how their mind is so open now. Like Greek is a very difficult language. Like I never thought I would be able to see, say things in Greek. And when I first got here, I was like, wow, I'm like, this is so different. I know Latin languages, I know English, but no no Greek. And my, my kids like, i learning like basic Greek. They talk, they order food in Greek after three months. Oh, sorry. So it's really. Why? Yeah, so yeah, zero.
1: Zero. So, like, it's it's really interesting
0: exactly. how, how exactly. much like how much the mind of your children uh shifts when they are exposed to new culture, new places, so on and so forth.
2: Yeah, I I, I love that, and I I have to, I have that myself. So I'm trying to expose this little guy to his mom right now, <laughs> so he goes there. <laughs> but, uh, that's so cool like your your daughters are learning greek and you know i love the finnish education system um yeah maro that this is this is super cool i think uh, i'm going to keep saying that over and over again um I th- yeah I, I really believe that it's 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 a new mindset and like um just here here anyone here uh, have have young kids um what kind of people's kind of families the status and would would something like this like let's say you know imagine the visa wasn't an issue or whatever, like, would would this be something you would do? Because we're trying to figure out, you know, and Mauro, we talked about this, but like having some kind of more formal partnership. And I think like this, you talking here is like kind of one step, but like in the future, maybe we can offer something more. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there
2: are a lot of, like, one
0: of the main reasons I started Boundless is because it was so frustrating to see all the single people traveling and showing uh, on social media, oh, I'm here in, <laughs> on, in Tulum, and now I'm like in Paris, and I'm like stuck in Montreal under base no, and then like, <laughs> that's not fair. Like, I want to do that. I'm not going to wait until I'm 65 years old to to go around. So like it's really for family. So uh, anyone today with kids between one year old to 12, um, it's, uh, we accept uh, d- different uh, We have three four classes four class, classrooms, so we have set kids uh, between 1 and 12 years old. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. I love it. I think, uh, so 1 and 12 years old, so it's not high school, so you have elementary school kids. High school is a whole other beast. Teenagers, we can deal with later, or is that kind of, you know... Yeah, I mean,
0: we, we thought about it, and we were like, we're not ready for, like, you no know, <laughs> yeah. more kids, more problems. Big kids, big problems. So we were <laughs> like let's, let's uh, really focus on building this amazing experience for like those, those ages. And then we're already looking at middle school, but it will take a few years for us to get there.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're only one, one year into it and it totally makes sense. You have to focus. Um, I think that, yeah, it's true. Small kids. And there's a lot of people, I think, I think actually the people who are younger, like the age group of people who have younger kids, like you and I, millennial, kind of later millennials, probably are the ones who are more open to something like a boundless versus someone who's got like a 19 or 17 or 16 year old. That kid probably doesn't want to leave school, does, you know, has high friends. It's a whole mess to like get them to... to to. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, like your attachment, your attachment yeah. to your classmates and local friends is much stronger than the attachment you yeah. have to your parents. But yeah. one of the cool things is that we're doing is uh, next year we are opening an amazing, beautiful location like we did Tuscany. Greek island, you know, beautiful place in Portugal, but we're also uh, opening in big cities. So basically what we're doing is parents have, have come to us and said, well, I love Tuscany in Greece, but I don't wanna live there full time. Can you open mm. one in my hometown? Can you open one in London? And we are like, well, our model was not designed for this. It was designed yeah. for a family to live, to live in a village, to connect with locals, to walk everywhere and you go to sure. big cities, like I grew up in Sao Paulo, it's very yeah. different. So yeah. so we, we realized that uh, there is a need for this. So now we're gonna empower our parents, our community, to basically open this micro school for 60 kids with the same system. So then mm-hmm. the, your kid can do, let's say, six months in Vancouver, and then let's say you open the same one in Sao Paulo, you can do three months in Sao Paulo, and then three months you're elsewhere. And then your kids in the same system Learning and growing, and you know we have oh. all the record, and the transition is much wow. easier as well.
2: Mar, I think you just got a customer for life, man. That's that's so cool. I love it. <laughs> I think that solved the problem because because that yeah, I, I think that's genius because you do have that issue. And I, myself, like you said, Vancouver. Like I want to spend six months of the year, seven months of the year in Vancouver, X amount of time somewhere else. I love and I love that three. I think that's the perfect like the perfect amount in a year, and you have two of them the same, and one is a variable. So I've been thinking a lot about like design of digital nomad life. And if you have like your home base, you're out, you're for me, Vancouver, for you, maybe Montreal or somewhere else. And then you have your kind of second place, which is maybe where your partner's from. Then your case would be Brazil, my case as well, but Brazil, but maybe Minas instead of Sao Paulo. And then the third place is like kind of a variable of like a cool, fun place you go for a month or two every year. Maybe that's Italy, maybe that's Asia, maybe that's somewhere else. And you kind of have these kind of Three little. I mean, you can you can play around with it different ways, but I really like that kind of two, one A, yeah. one B. You know what I mean? Like that that could be a nice little. Um, yeah, two. people are doing this for either like
0: like say for example, <clears throat> my wife's Canadian, my yeah. I'm Brazilian, and then we want to do yeah. my kids want to meet the grandparents and spend time with them yeah. instead of yeah. going during Christmas and paying like three times more for the flight and rushing to the airport with the whole world then you're yeah. like going whenever it makes sense to you and you actually yeah. can yeah. spend Over. time and can relax. So it's really, um, really good for, yeah. the, for families because I just yeah. don't, I did, didn't get how like everyone has to go to vacation at the same time and to the same <laughs> place. Right. It just doesn't make any yeah. sense.
2: Yeah. yeah they're going to be like Thanksgiving weekend next weekend in America. It's like one of the busiest travel times of the year in the world. Cause like so many Americans travel during that weekend. It's like, yeah, why, why, um, I was just in the U.S., so that's the top of my mind. Okay, we have half an hour left. Um, let's get into a few Q&A from, from the community. Um, so what, maybe one of the questions I saw is, like, what are the challenges? Um, this is actually from our original questions, but what, what are the, maybe some negative challenges some things like that? Because it's not all fun and games. It's, not, it's all sunny. There's, there's always problems no matter what. What are the ones that you've seen come up in this, in this first year of, you know, boundless families and how they, they live? And, and what would you you know say to other people who may be not kind of related, but immigrants, right? So people who've, who've relocated, a lot of people here are coming, you know, going to relocate in the next, let's say, year to 18 months. Um, and, and what would, advice would you have for them to make that transition to a new place? Um, so kind of two two related questions.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the challenge that I had, and I'm just talking about experiences, when I immigrated to Canada and you start, like your mind start conflicting. So like do I read the news about like Canadian news? Do I read Brazilian news? Do I listen to Brazilian music? I listen to Canadian music. And it's like you don't yeah. know like you don't know like do I watch uh football or I just watch hockey. So like <laughs> if you're going to if you're going to a new place, like my advice is really uh, embracing the culture because that's the only way that you can really connect and like not like forget where you came from but like put that on on like pause that for a little bit and say look i'm gonna embrace this new place where i'm living now let's say montreal i would go to a hockey game i'll you know go ice skating go snowboarding and do all those things because that's the way you can actually connect to the place and get you Mm -hmm. to meet locals as well Mm -hmm. because like my first company we were running this like relocation marketplace and i knew based on data that if a family moved to the wrong neighborhood and they don't make friends and they don't enjoy it they're more likely to go back to their country wow. and i think yeah and i think we within the, the first couple of years one two years is a time that you're going to test it and you're going to like so thinking let's say vancouver toronto or montreal that i know better i would say if you like walking everywhere, then pick a Canadian neighborhood where you can walk everywhere. If you like, you know, beach, you can go somewhere on the beach in Vancouver. If you want, if you like a lot of restaurants and craziness and big buildings and festivals, then you have to pick a place downtown. Because mm. if you change your lifestyle too much, then you're changing country and you're changing, like, the way mm. you live. That's that's a big challenge.
2: Unless you want to, but I know you, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, like unless you want to go to the countryside or something, but I, I totally understand what your point is. That makes total sense. Uh, great answer. Yeah. yeah, great answer. Makes total sense. I love how you said you have the data there. That's super interesting. You can like track whether. Yeah, people... it was, it,
0: because many, I mean, I I, was, I don't remember the exact number, but I would say one third of immigrants ended up going back to their home country. Wow. Like, uh, yeah, and we had we had a few uh, even van uh, hackers that. Uh, love Canada. They they, they, they love it living there and they stayed for a few years. But then after they were like, well, I can have a remote job and then live in Brazil and make more money. And then, so they mm-hmm. build their network in Canada. They they build all those connections. And now they say, well, maybe I go live somewhere else because the cost of living is lower and I can yeah. still have these contacts and connections in different parts of the world.
2: I think and yeah, I've seen that trend as well. And I think that's that's cool because you can kind of, get the best, you know, back to boundless life, like, you have the same, you you, you can have the location optimization that's that's best for you. Um, very cool, very cool.
0: Yeah, I also right. believe that it's a very positive thing that, let's say, you travel to different places, you build a network, like, you know, you did Techstars too, you build, you meet all those yeah. investors, yeah, you good. get to know all yeah. these people, and
1: yeah. then you
0: go back to, to your country, and you can make a difference there. Because then you have all these learnings and all those connections that you can actually leverage to create something there. So a lot of entrepreneurs ended up uh, thinking about ideas
2: while they're traveling and getting inspired. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I love that. And oh, question there. Okay. Um, But yeah, I think this trend of like people coming to a new country, learning, getting contacts... And then coming back to their home country, doing something cool. I I love that. Um, how do you think, kid? You think could, who do you think adapts faster? Not how who, um, you, your partner, or the kids?
0: The kids, hundred percent. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, within days, they are like. I mean, I asked my daughter, "Do you miss Canada? Do you do you want to go back and why?" And they were like. Well, yeah, we missed the playground in our street that had this, like spider web and the school things. And like, okay, let's find one in Europe like this, so we can, we can do it. But the kids are just so adaptable. I say for me, it's different. I'm running a business, and it's part of my business to be in the location and to meet the families, which sometimes is a bit crazy because I'm living there. My client, my neighbors, they're the parents of the kids, they go to the same school as my kids. So there's no boundaries, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no boundaries, no
1: pressure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but my wife, I mean, she, my wife worked remotely and it was actually a challenge for her. She had to tell her employer that she was quitting. And then they were like, well, we cannot work remotely. So you need to leave. And so she quit. And then they called her and said, well, can you consult for us? Like, <laughs> and <it's> fine. <laughs> So I said, okay, sure, but I'm not going back. So it's going to have to be a remote job.
2: Nice. I love it. Yeah, that's the trend for sure. Um, all right. I'm not going to read this whole question, but uh, basically, Mara, what do you think I I, I read it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I live in Montreal. I speak French, not as good as English, but I think now more than ever, Montreal is, it is a Francophone city. Right there's some neighborhoods. You can live in West Island like that is more English. Your neighbor is going to be English. But in my, my neighborhood is 50-50. So it was cool because your kids speaking English and French all the time. They're really, really bilingual. And the kids at eight and two years old will learn very quickly. But for you, I mean, you can survive in Montreal without French, but you won't get the same experience. So I think it's very important.
2: Oui, we. Oui très facile si vous parlez port parlefranc So I think and he can oui, that's, right. yeah, that's, good. It's that's pretty, good It's pretty I mean yeah like yeah. It, 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 like you said embrace the culture right like you're back to your earlier point if you're moving to a french-speaking place or, or don't move there right like in, you know come in with the mindset that I'm gonna eat the smoked meat sandwich have the poutine go to the Habs game, you know go ice skating. I'm going to immerse myself in the culture and and speaking French and and learning about Quebec and learning about the the history. Um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a privilege or like an opportunity. So if you know, don't, don't, uh, yeah. I mean, in Hiki Duolingo, you start learning. Even
0: like, uh, like French, French is an important language. It's very similar to Portuguese. So you can learn like, like for me, for example, I learned basic Greek, but when I go to the store and I say, hi, how are you? you know, as for things, they're so much nicer because they, they know you're making an effort. And I think mm-hmm. people like Montreal is such a um diverse city and there's so many people from all over the world there that they mm-hmm. want they see your effort and they value that. So that's that's makes a, a big difference.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's like was with me when I was learning Portuguese and, and people it's like any language, I think it's yeah, yeah, for sure. So um yeah, and it's uh, Jean Lucas, it's never too late. Yeah, 46 day. Sorry, I thought you said you're 46 years old. Wow, it's too early. I'm on a 46-day learning streak with Duolingo. So yeah, Jean John. Jean, cool. bien. Très bien. Um, how this lifestyle can become an opportunity to start an international career. So 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 yeah, like people who want to live the boundless lifestyle, usually they are working remotely, right? So what kind of um, folks do you see coming in and 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 spending time with your, your school?
0: Yeah, we have a mix.
2: We have, uh, I would say, about
0: half remote workers. Um, not always traditional. The, the people that are not in tech, they're consultants, but a lot of tech people. Then um, many people having e-commerce. So if you have an e-commerce nowadays, you don't need to be in a place. You can just run it remotely. Then uh, many people that save money and decided to go for a year to, to try it out. So that's that's okay. another... Another opportunity. And um, the cool part is making contacts in different places. So take take Lisbon now, is I mean you being there is an up-and-coming startup tech hub. Mm-hmm. Many mm-hmm. many tech people are moving there and you're living there, you can go to events, meet Portuguese, meet CEOs, founders of companies, then you build a relationship. Maybe you can get a job, maybe you can start a, a business, maybe you can fundraise. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of um, advantages in doing this. I think mm-hmm. is is uh, but you need to have some sort of like base, right? In terms of career, like a job that is international that allows you to work remotely. That would be the best, obviously.
2: Okay, so how 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 good do you have to be, or how many years experience, or is there a certain amount of money you need to be making? Like I saw a question here um from I forget who it was. Sorry, I was just scrolling to the question. Someone asked like, how good do you have to be to be um. Yeah, sorry. So, so I forget who it was. Um, yeah, there it is. Thank you, thank you, uh, or Maria, um, or okay. Oh, I just had it. Anyway, you you got the end. You got the Yeah, so
0: yeah. yeah, So, I I think it's is more like what level of income you can have, right? So, yeah, yeah. if you're working as a tech worker for a Canadian or American employer, it's very likely that you're gonna afford to live in. Import, like live a boundless life. So the cost of a boundless life is really the same cost that would cost you to live in Vancouver or Toronto, maybe Montreal a little bit less expensive. So it's not yeah. much more expensive. It's more like you need to your employer needs to understand that you're a remote worker, that you're going to work in different hours. So all of this yeah. has to be agreed upon before you start. Uh, there's a lot of employers doing async work, which we do to a boundless, For some days I need to have meetings at 9 p.m., like some days I need to have meetings at 7 in the morning. And it's part of the company culture to have this flexibility. But at the same time, I think you need to be have open conversations with the employer. And then in terms of income, I would say maybe 100,000, something like that would be sufficient. The other other advantage too is many many countries have uh, tax incentives. So mm. Portugal, for example, you don't pay you don't pay taxes on your foreign income for ten years, and mm. uh, or if you're a consultant, I think it's twenty percent instead of Canada it's like forty percent, U.S. is like thirty five. So it, you ended up saving a bit of money there, uh, which is which is could be good.
2: Yeah, yeah, interesting. Like to pay less tax, I think everyone does. About remote jobs, how are the company? Uh (laughs) how do you control people? Uh, Well, you can't control people, but how do you monitor and make sure everyone's on the right page is a good way to say that. Yeah. I mean, we,
0: I have with my direct reports, uh, weekly one-on-ones that is a very specific format that we follow in terms of objectives and then also uh, objective and key result for the whole company. So we can't manage people like I. I don't know. I have no idea. My like I have eight direct reports. I don't know what they're doing now. I don't really care. Really, what I care mm-hmm. is that I did. I did delivering on what they're supposed to. Right? Is the are the results coming? And if not, why and how can I help? Really. So mm-hmm. that's that's really what matters. And having a awesome. weekly one on one with your direct reports, and having yeah. like I have management meetings as well. And having yeah. clear objectives is mm-hmm. really uh, the only way you can run this. Because I I I've even thought about this. Like the old culture was, if you're not in the office, you're not working, right? Oh, mm-hmm. you arrive late. But there's no mm-hmm. guarantee that person sitting there with their computer is working or playing a game or on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So we don't mm-hmm. know what they're doing. We only know what comes out of their work is that a good outcome yeah. or not?
2: Yeah. I love it. it. Yeah, it's results. And and yeah, if someone's in the office, exactly, they can just be on their phone. I mean, I, I've been in office jobs before where I have been super unengaged. And it looks like I'm working because like, I'm, I'm at the computer and stuff. But my, my mind is not engaged. And not I didn't do yeah. a good job. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I think that, that that's a really good tip about just measuring results. Um, it's a whole like workforce productivity and like big conversation to be had there but we can we can probably can move to the next question i think um any tips you have for adaptation right like you you've kind of immigrated a few times right now you're now you're almost like a permanent immigrant or something like that Permigrant. yeah <laughs> what, what what tips <laughs> do you have for adapting to a new place maybe your, your daughters have some better tips because they adapted faster than, <laughs> than you <laughs> to, to Greece. no
0: for sure i mean like, i mean my, my my kids were born in canada so they never immigrated but i did and uh Many of my friends in Canada were immigrants, and I think firsthand. like I think, is first is really uh, making an effort to understand the local culture, learn about mm-hmm. it, and be part of it. So mm-hmm. really, like you're gonna have to like hockey, kind
1: of.
0: <laughs> you're gonna have to like talk because at work that's what people are gonna talk about, you know. And um, so that's that's like embracing the culture is very really key, language like make real effort to, to speak English or French, depending on where you are. And you need to make an effort to do it properly and, and also make local friends. Like it's very common, like I'm Brazilian, I'm gonna be friends of all the Brazilian immigrants in Montreal and then only go to Brazilian events. Okay, it's mm. cool, you make some friends, you you eat like the local food that you miss, but then mm. like, then you don't have the diversity of, like the I mean, for me, the best thing of Canada, is diversity. It that you're gonna have the best Indian restaurant, and you're gonna yeah. have this like bubble tea Vietnamese place, and you're gonna have uh, like, like. I, I a, had yesterday. I, <laughs> How nice! Yeah, I mean I, that's kind of a myth because I live in a great island and they don't have. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But it's I think, <laughs> I think embracing embracing the Canadian uh, lifestyle is key, and then having Canadian mm-hmm. friends as well.
2: Yeah, I think that's so true. I see all these people, especially like teenagers. I don't know if anyone has like knows yet, like maybe teenagers or early adults who come to Canada from from other countries, like, and they just hang out with their own culture. So, anyway, um, okay, cool. It's just, what about like it's just
0: comfortable, right? It's comfortable. Yeah. Like you, you wanna get out of
2: your comfort zone? Yeah, which is not easy. So um, it's getting cold here in Canada. So I'm gonna put on my my hoodie um <laughs> uh gotta get a boundless life hoodie one day you to send me you one you should um, yeah
0: you should i'm gonna send you one sheet
2: wait wait we're on the last question already no i i don't believe it um <laughs> we still have time okay so what about your early days in canada can you talk about your personal early days in canada i saw that there or, or actually no, let's, let's let's answer ben's question because Ben, uh, Ben's questions here. But then we should also ask him, uh, Maro about that. Where can I find remote opportunities? Well, VanHack.com, Ben. I mean, come on. What do you mean? Uh, there's many websites, but yeah, yeah I, we have- I, I
0: don't know. You you know better than like I have yeah. no idea actually.
2: I mean, I use yeah.
0: I socialize. But-
2: we work remotely. Like there's so many job boards, right? So just Google remote jobs. Yeah. But yeah, VanHack.com/slash/jobs has remote jobs. Um, so what, what, what were your hardest kind of things for you personally, when you immigrated to, from Brazil to Montreal, um, maybe things you wish you would have learned or known. I I mean, other than that, we were, we talked about, like, I'm guessing you had some kind of hard, hard times. I'm guessing, you know, immigrating and adapting, what would you tell people that they can watch out for? I
0: mean, honestly, it was, I'd never had a hard time actually had a really good time, you know, it's, uh, (laughs) it's uh i mean the winters
2: yeah the winter
0: yeah Yeah. the honestly like the only the the two complaints i have about canada like one is how long and how cold the winter is so you're talking about like the first no already felt like a week ago so november until april that is you're gonna freeze guaranteed so that's like not in vancouver so wet like west west coast pacific is different weather but like all rest of Canada, like especially central Canada, it's really cold. So if you don't embrace winter, which I I say, go ice skating, go skiing, go snowboarding, go to a spa, like go to chalet and light up the fireplace. You Mm -hmm. will like wait for the winter to finish. Then it's gonna be a couple of months of summer and then it's gonna come Mm -hmm. back again. So you need to embrace Mm -hmm. winter. And that's like mm. something I did, uh, didn't do in a year or two and then I started doing. And then mm. try to plan your vacation and time off to travel during the winter months, which I did most of the years. So I would go away uh, to Latin America for six weeks, four weeks, depending on the year, and really mm. make, take a break from the long winter. And then uh, that's more of a Montreal uh, thing. It's Montreal is like a French city with a different culture of the rest of canada so it's really like if you i don't want to say this but it's like two countries inside one pretty much some people believe in this, and the, the cultural difference is so strong and and the way people uh, see things and behave it's really a different culture so if you're going to montreal you're really either going to hang out of quebecois like french-speaking people or you're going to hang out of english-speaking people and that's kind of build the community and the relationship that you're going to have and by mm. neighborhood it varies so mm. so that's the other factor and then really choosing well where you're going to live how your life is going to be like plan like how long you're going to commute like uh, are you walking 20 minutes when it's minus 30 is not the same as walking mm. when it's 20 degrees so all those mm. things you need to take into account to make your life easier at least in the first couple of years you don't have to remove the snow you don't have to walk for so long. So that make it like easier for you to adapt. And I think for us, making friends, make lots of local friends.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's a lot, lot of great, great tips there. Um, cool, I, I see a few questions, just to like summarize a few questions, a few people are asking about jobs or skills they need to have and stuff. Um, if we haven't replied to you, like if you applied to a job on NetHack and we haven't gotten a board back from us, Please, like, just know we're on it. There's a lot of people right now. We're trying to, we're, we're having this, I can maybe talk about this in, I don't know, another time. I won't go into detail, but right now, the market's a little bit slow. So just be patient. I think wait until early next year. Probably that's when more jobs will start happening and people start hiring more. But if you applied to jobs and you're getting interviews, it's, it's not your fault. It's the market right now. A lot, a lot of companies are hiring. So things will start picking up again soon. There are still people getting hired and med hackers, you know, getting jobs. But uh, especially coming into the December season, don't be stressed that people in North America and Europe are not doing job interviews because now is like a holiday or coming soon will be a holiday time. Not yet, but maybe in a month. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think
0: January is a great time. And also before the summer and then September, like those are the best times to actually, and I know like mm. there's a lot of, a lot of uh, needs for tech workers, even though there are layoffs, but it's, mm. it's still, I think that you're getting to a point that things are starting to go back to normal.
2: Yeah. 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 It's, it's coming event- eventually. But yeah, I think um, the, 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 the thing that people need to think about is like your life, cha- this is a life changing process for you, right? You're immigrating to a new country. It's not a light and day thing. It's going to happen over a few weeks, a few months, a few years. So be patient with it and keep on working. Use the time to learn from people like Maro coming to other sessions of at Con, Um, You know, come stay for the next sessions or watch them on the replay. Um, maybe it's a good time for you to join Van Heck Academy. We have like a free month that you can take. It's pretty cheap. You can get your money back when you get hired, or if you don't like it in the first month, you get you can just cancel and get a, a free month. So so yeah, um, that's that's my comment on on this kind of period and why people might not be getting getting uh, hearing back. So okay, we have eight minutes left, and Mara, what time is it there? Like nine PM? You're you're staying late on a Saturday night uh, here with us?
0: Almost seven. I'm actually okay. packing because we're moving Moving on Monday, so.
2: Wow, wow, well, thank you for taking an hour yeah. of your time. Especially when you're, it's a weekend, you're moving, a lot of good things going on. So everyone say thanks with some emojis and, and tell Mauro you know, how much you appreciated it. Um, one quick thing else, I'm seeing a lot of people share share their LinkedIn profiles. I'm thinking Vanhack, we're gonna have to start having public profiles because I, I, I prefer people to share Vanhack profiles than, than LinkedIn profiles, although I am a big fan of LinkedIn and heavy user there as people probably know. Um, Maybe we, we have Van Hack profiles for next Van Hackcon and people could connect that way. But anyway, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, always just seeing what what ha- what's happening and, and making that better because yeah, I mean, people like Van Hackers can learn from each other, especially when someone gets hired. Anyway, this is always product, 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 product. Um, cool. You see people in the chat saying thank you. Thanks for the presentation. Um so Samar, so where are you moving again? You're going you're not going to Italy. Yeah, you are, you're going to Tuscan. So Asia first.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, we are, I'm doing two things. So next year, we're opening Boundless in Tuscany, and then we're looking for two more locations. And then mm-hmm. for 2024, I'm looking mm-hmm. Latin America. So I know many places where we can potentially open Boundless, Brazil, Uruguay, Colombia, yeah. Peru, Costa Rica, Mexico, are like top of the list for us. And then uh, I'm going on a trip to... Um, to Asia, I'm going to Bali, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, and Dubai, to basically pick the locations for the following year, so 2024. So we need to plan in advance because really get to go to the location and say this is this a place that my family will live for three months? It is what it, what it have to offer, and uh, and really creating this difference uh, type of experiences for families. So some families wanna live three months on the beach and then they wanna to go to the mountains or a big city. So how can you make mm-hmm. this quite interesting for the families?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, tough life, you know, testing out these locations. We have a few people saying you should come to Africa. So uh, Florence and Ahmad are saying Africa should be on your list. So maybe in the future, maybe you can- You're looking at Morocco.
0: We actually look in Morocco.
2: So that's-, that's- cool. Hello. Yeah, oh, we're back. Hello, Morocco. Yeah, we're back, Morocco. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Actually, Ghana. Where, where else? Where else? Actually, everyone. Let's last thing we'll do. Everyone, put in where if you if you have to spend six months living somewhere, um, where would you live? Where would you live if you could live the boundless life for six? Let's just say six months, maybe a year. What would you go? Percy. Hey, Percy. Uh, it's saying last day. That's a good one. Athens, um, Ghana, Canada, Italy uh mexico nice canada paris nice. Ooh, paris yeah with the olympics qatar is that someone say Portugal. Qatar or is that because that's interesting Chile. netherlands, Chile. netherlands. what's wa- 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 waikiki oh waikiki of course <laughs> Man, hawaii waikiki, waikiki nice london ibiza nigeria canada finland Amazing. Well, there's no shortage of locations for you to expand tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Um,
0: I loved it. I love
2: this. Uh, it's spontaneous.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> live stream, life, life, like how you say it, um, God stream. What's that what's that uh that, that term of like conscious, life conscious stream of, of locations. Um, Marvel, thank you so much. It was so good to see you again. Uh not think we have a, had a call all year, so like the way we catch up is is, is at FanHackCon, That's I love it. Um, Good luck traveling.
0: Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was a really, really a pleasure reconnecting with you. And I wish everyone a lot of luck to move, to find a dream job, uh, wherever the world would take them. Uh, I, I was an immigrant. It's, it's not an easy thing to do. But you you if you persevere, if you work hard, if you believe in yourself, you can make it happen. So I wish everyone uh, a lot of luck. And uh, thank you for having me. It was being a be an amazing evening.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Two thumbs up. Good luck packing. Have a great trip. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Take, Take care. You. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Van Hack podcast. Make sure to create your account at
1: vanhack.com to access jobs that are hiring from abroad.